Don't speak easy on Anjib with JIB. Hi, I'm Komal. And this is Mukesh. We have always wondered or at least thought of going to a foreign country and settling there and start fresh from there. Studying abroad has been a dream for major chunk of the Indian students. But having no experience about it at all, we thought of speaking to someone who is an Indian origin but settled with his family in Canada. Today, we have among us Abhishek Bhattalai, sharing his lived experiences of staying in Canada since the age of eight. Abhishek is currently pursuing Masters in Psychology and lives with his family in Edmonton, Canada. He is aspiring to be a psychologist, currently writing his thesis on mental health among children of Asian countries. So stay tuned and enjoy listening to him speak about his life in Canada. Uh, hello Abhishek, how are you? Good, how are you? Come on. I'm good, I'm good. So uh, thank you so much for doing this and thank you so much for taking our time. I know it's, it's been very busy for you also and I have been delaying this for a long time, right? Yeah, that's okay. Um, um, you know, it's, it's a pleasure for me to do this. It's no problem and at all. Plus, yeah, thank you so much. And plus the time difference. Oh, God, it's so confusing. Yeah, it is. I honestly wasn't even sure what time is. I know it's around 12 hours, but apparently it's, I think it's 11 and a half, but I'm not sure. Yeah, so, something like that, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So Abhishek, um, please tell me something about yourself, like when you moved to Canada and, you know, everything you know how uh yeah how life started there how was it different from you know, the shifting back from india assam to all the way to canada so yeah share. um yeah of course so i moved here in 2005 i was eight years old um so and i've lived here ever since i'm 25 now and uh i've i've been back to india a, a few times to assam i think i've been there uh, yeah, we met, time, uh, we yeah. met once, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that was the last time, uh, last year, yeah. in 2018. I haven't been back since 2018, actually. But um, I first, when I first came in 2005, I didn't go back for the first time until 2009. And then I went a few more times, one in 2012 and one in 2016. And then 2018 was when we met. So those are pretty much the only times I've been back. We try to go back every year, but especially now with everything going on, it's kind of hard to travel. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was really, when I first came here, it was, um, it, it was a really unique experience. You know, I, I moved here in January 2005, so it was like in the middle of winter and it was, it was really cold here. Um, I think at the time, I still remember it was, uh, January 20th, 2005, it was, I think, like, close to minus 40 here, and it was, it was, like, snowing everywhere, and, and I got out of the airport, I was very under, underprepared for, <laughs> for the weather, and it was just freezing, and um, my family at the time, like, my sister wasn't born yet, it was just, uh, I have one sister, she's younger, um, she was born <clears throat> a bit after we moved here, but it was just my mom and dad, and so uh, our uncle and aunt who lived here, uh, we had two uncles and two yeah, aunts. Yeah, they did? Here. Yeah, okay. um, from my dad's yeah. side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my so dad's You still have cousins. family in Canada now? Yeah. Oh, live... your dad's cousin. Yeah, so they're not like my dad's. Um... Uh, yeah, I, 
from my dad's side. Um, I had relatives here and uh, other uncles and aunts as well. Like we had a small community, um, but they right now they live in another part of the country that they're pretty far away. So I haven't really seen them, okay. but um, yeah, so they picked us up and uh, they, uh, we lived with them for a while before getting our own little apartment. And that's okay. much when I started school here again. I, I left there when I was in class and then here as well, I can do that just from where I left off in class three. So, um, okay. It, so, uh, was it like, uh, like, uh, sorry to interrupt you. So, was no it like, uh, was it like you continuing uh, class three out there, or is it is it a different grade out there? Uh, no, so it's the same one. It's like from kindergarten to six is uh, it's called elementary school, and um, okay. here it's a lot by age. I don't know how. Like when I was in India doing school, it was uh, you do your grades by the one you completed. So if you haven't completed grade, your class two, sorry, class and grade, the same thing. We just call it grade here. And so grade three, say class Okay, three, so it's the same thing. So yeah, this is different. When name. you left, okay. So when you left, you, you were in class uh, three, is it? Yeah, yeah. And um, so how I remember it worked in India. I, I actually went to DPS in India and in Guwahati. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I do know that. I'm from Guwahati. So. Yeah, so that's where I went in, in uh, class two and three. And then I came here and then I just continued. But um, here, the, the class, it's like organized by age. So if you are like a certain age, they'll put you in a certain grade. Whereas in India, I remember yeah. it's like you have to complete the grade to move on. So you can't do class four unless you pass class three. It's, yeah, um, you can't yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so here it's more of just like they don't want people to, I guess, be left behind. So they just kind of uh, assemble you into whatever kind of age fits your class. Okay, so, so at that time, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of how it was organized. And um, it, it was it was definitely, that's, for me, thankfully, I didn't have to like, I, I was a, pretty smooth transition to class three I didn't have to skip a class or forget a class but if I was let's say older in, in class three I remember in um in India when I went to school there'd be their age range in my class would be so different there I was I think seven years old in class three and there's someone else who was 11 years old or someone who's 10 like it was very different but here it's like everyone's gonna be everyone is of the same age yeah so they put you yeah, according to your age kind of thing age, yeah. even i was nine years old when i was in class three seven is pretty young actually for class three like i think personally because yeah, I, I think, think i was in like... i think i was eight actually no i was just turning i was actually eight not seven sorry in class three yeah, yeah even i was when i was eight years old I wasn't just so. yeah which should be fine too so you'd be uh, even here you'd be in class three so that doesn't but if you're let's say 11 a bit older they'd probably put you in class yeah. five or six here yeah five or six um, so yeah. was education a little different from uh, how it was in India um yeah so from what I heard like I never got to do the metric exam you do after class 10 there I think oh so, it sucks it sucks I hate it 
I really oh really <laughs> i've heard that yeah, I've heard it, is such, it is so much pressure my god yeah. i dread exams can you imagine i i dread exams like you know every time i have any exams coming you know uh, forward i i'd be like oh god i i i'll be shivering i'll have fever yeah. i have i i have an exam phobia because of class 10 and 12 yeah and no, how, exactly. how is That's... it uh it's a little different there's one in class and the end of class nine um but i don't think it's as intense as the metric exam it's um because i want the metric exam they examine you on everything you've learned right like like up to then from way back from what i know you know oh mm. you know the cbse about thing right uh not too much about I, I heard a little bit here and there but i don't know too much about it so SEBA is the state board officer, and okay. then uh, CBC is the central board. CBC is much easier. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, so I what see. what was your major again? Um, yeah, so I majored in psychology, and actually, I'll explain something about that. No, 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 I, I didn't mean like uh, college. Uh, I mean like in, like, uh, in school, like, what was your like major exam? Like, oh, major exam? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there is one in the end of class 12, um, they're called your diplomas. So that's the main one. Um, basically, that's um, at the time, it was worth 50% of your mark. So everything was just writing on that exam. So even if you did great in all your assignments and everything, if you did bad on exam, it was, it was kind of over. So that was kind of what you needed to, um, that was a big exam that they did just to, I guess, um, they average out the marks from your exam work, and then that was the mark, that was the overall mark you got. So <clears throat> since then they reduced it. Nowadays it's thirty percent, but back when I was in uh, doing it, it was percent. But um, those are the those are the big ones you have to do before going into college and university. And the other thing I know that's different about um, India and here is uh, how the university and colleges work. So I know there you can go directly to med school after you're done your high secondary, right? Like grade 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have yeah. to appear through an exam. Yeah, yeah. So here it's actually, you have to do your undergraduate degree. So you have to get a bachelor's degree first and then you okay, can so apply for a medical okay. school. Okay, so does it have to be like uh, in uh, physical sciences? Like, do you have to no. take an undergrad in physical sciences? Is it like that? No, uh, actually, medical school now is very. Um, it, it, they, they look at everything, and your degree can actually in anything. You have to do your. I'm not sure if you have an MCAT exam there. Um, but uh, here it's it's called the medical exam. It's called the MCAT exam. Um, so no, you have, we have to do need that. Okay. We have needs here, yeah, and people actually drop out for for a couple of years to get through. You know. Oh, uh, yeah, it's really difficult. Yeah, no, that's uh, we have a similar one here called the MCAT. It's um, the you have to do that after you get your after you have a bachelor's degree. So they look at a lot of things. So you're they look at your GPA, um, basically your grades that you did in your bachelor's degree. They look at your MCAT, but even after your grades, you need a lot of volunteer work. You need a lot of good references and you need like work experience. So they, they look at, and you have to do like interviews and they pretty much look at you as a whole person rather than just your grades. So like you can have 
really good grades. Um, but if you don't have any volunteering, if you didn't go out to the community and do some sort of work or you didn't really have job experience, that they, you're less likely to get accepted, even if you have like high, high marks. So they kind of look at you more, um, the entire person in that regard. And from what I've heard, a lot of them, like a lot of students here, what they'll do is they'll get their bachelor's degree and then they'll probably work for a few years, get volunteering experience, get good references from their work, and then they'll apply. Okay. Um, yeah, I have a few friends who actually got their nursing degree first. They're working and now they might go back to get their medical degree. Um, even oh. for myself. Yeah, so you can do that. It's very open. And actually, if anything, it might even improve your chances because of your experience. So uh there is like for me i'm finishing my master's in counseling so i'm trying to basically after this i can work to be a registered psychologist um but even after this if i wanted to i could still apply to med school and because i'm already if i was already a, med, a registered psychologist they'll take that into consideration because i'll have more experience and i'll have um more knowledge in the field so that's much more okay. important than just getting 100% uh, or getting 100% on the exam. So they look at that as well. If you get try to get into like schools like law or medical school here. Okay. So how has it been in like school? Like, uh, you know, I heard that, the, you know, once you only told me that, you know, there's a lot of bullying and stuff. So would you mind yeah. sharing a little um, bit? Yeah, so... I think uh, when I first moved to Canada, I had a pretty, like, we didn't live in the best, I guess, safest neighborhood. It was... Um, oh, okay. Why, why, why is that? Like, well, why, it was it's cheaper, usually, like, oh, okay. because when you don't have a lot of money, it's easier to live in, like, small apartments or, like, a, yeah. like lower socioeconomic status than it is to live in, like, a nice big house where it's super expensive. Like, um, yeah. so, you so, know, like, uh, so, it, it was affordable. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, you were like, the neighborhood was not that great. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of why, like, it was very hard for me to make any friends when I well, in class three. Like, I moved here January, so from January to June was when our when our summer break happens. Like, I for the first few months, I didn't. I don't think I had a single friend. Like, it was just um, obviously it was a culture shock for me. Um. Yeah. Thank, yeah. Thankfully, I, I I knew how to speak English um so I could, I could at least communicate here but um you know it, it was kind of it was hard in the sense that there's a lot of cultural differences and um things like that that I kind of had a I had a little hard time fitting in and because it's not the best neighborhood combined like uh there was like a lot of bad behavior we'll call it um between people and uh, that's kind of, I guess, what led to things like bullying and other things. Um, it, it, it was just around that area. But once you kind of, um, so because it wasn't the best neighborhood and actually what's funny about the, the neighborhood I moved into, it was very like, there's a lot of other immigrants too. So it wasn't just like a lot of like white people here. It was a lot of people from the Middle East and Somalia, the yeah. people who, uh, the neighborhood that I live in, that was a dominant uh, culture that I lived in. So immediately it was like I was introduced to a whole bunch of other, you know, cultures that I didn't even know anything about. 
or hear about. So it's like, um, there's that as well. But, um, you know, it wasn't, I guess, the best neighborhood or the best school even. So it was kind of a bit, uh, you had to so, be, I guess, careful. Okay. So when, uh, so when did you shift to a new neighborhood? Oh, we've moved like since coming to Canada, we've moved like a lot. So when you first moved to Canada, we, so every uh, time, yeah. So every time you move a neighbor, move from a neighbor. So do you change schools or like do you, yeah, you remain in much. the same school? Um, no, it was like completely different. Some we we actually lived in three different cities by now. This is my third city okay. here. Yeah. So oh okay. Uh, so when we first moved to Canada, I lived in the capital of Canada, Ottawa. Uh, it's in okay. it's in the eastern part of Canada. Um, it's called uh, province, or here it's called province, but it's a state basically. Um, it's called Ontario. So it's in Ottawa, Ontario. That's the capital of Canada, and that's where we lived for the first two years, from two thousand five to two thousand seven. And then um, basically, we moved there from one apartment to another. Between, so in Ottawa, we moved from one school. I had to move from school to school just because. Um, my parents found a better uh, place to live and then okay yeah so it was so, again you know shifting is very difficult right yeah so as i made some friends had to leave them and on to the next one but again um, again you know make yeah, new friends yeah second time here we honestly lived for a few months like it was very short like we lived like uh i don't know like five six months maybe <laughs> um in uh, in in where um the second place we moved to like uh, in ottawa so we moved from oh, the okay, okay. first place second place so after after this my dad got a promotion at his job in um okay. a completely another province this is where i live in uh it's called alberta it's it's in okay. western canada and it's very far like a plane a plane ride from uh ottawa or yeah from ottawa to alberta like where we're moving a plane uh ride is four hours long like it's it's a far place um, yeah it's very far yeah so and tiring yes if you were to drive from the two places it would take you like two days <laughs> so just to get there yeah, like, yeah so like two, also... it's oh, a very right. yeah very like, very very far yeah like canada like so, the, uh, the graph yeah. is big or like the actual country is big but there's not a lot of people because it's cold i guess <laughs> so uh how's the weather now Okay. yeah so it's it's october so it is getting colder um you're gonna have to put on a sweater definitely i'm even like i even put on like a light jacket now just because it's how it's getting cold like it's i don't know i think it's probably around between 10 to 15 degrees right now um whoa that's very cold yeah, yeah that's like not even that's... too too bad actually considered here like um yeah yeah like um in assam uh, in assam i don't know about other places in assam at least 10 degrees is like super cold like i'll, I'll be so happy yeah. that you know it's 10 degrees today. but it's <laughs> rare it's very rare that we get 10 degrees oh, really? maximum, maximum, yeah it, it goes down to 11 degrees mm, no no now it's just like it's called uh it's autumn so now basically all the leaves fall because of the cold yeah. it's actually really nice like it's a very beautiful Pleasant, to see. Pleasant. yeah yeah it's like a nice orange color everywhere it's it's really nice yeah it's, it's orange everywhere so is, of, it, uh, yeah. is it because the leaves changing color right yeah the or, leaves or is it is it the is it the beautiful maple trees yeah like so those leaves. Movies, right? 
Yeah, so usually yeah. the leaves fall and that's kind of, and then they turn orange and then they fall to the ground. And then that's what creates like the orange everywhere. <laughs> so Abhishek, um, to me, of course, like, uh, to me, of me, I'm going to have a idea. How, like, you know, how, like, uh, you, you speak in Asmis at home? Yeah, my uh, it's it's not the best, like, my city. Um, I mean, like, it's still great, like, you know, that uh, you at least can speak and understand very well, staying there yeah. for, like, staying there for a long time, right? I can speak Assamese just fine when I'm back. Um, I, I, I'm not good at, like, obviously, like, the bigger words and things like that. Um. There's also not a lot of Assamese people in Canada, unfortunately. Like we're um, a pretty small community, and where I live, there's yeah. like almost none, <laughs> no Assamese people. Almost just a few families. At all. So it was nice talking to you, Abhishek. It was nice knowing about your life uh, in Canada. It was nice knowing about the you know cultural difference and everything. And uh, I was pretty, uh, I was very glad that you could take out time and uh, do this interview with me. Thank you so much. And see you in, I think, sometime after COVID. Yeah, something. No, it's my pleasure. This is really fun, actually. Um, you know, it's always uh, interesting to always talk about these things and reflect on just how life goes for some of us. <laughs> but it, it yeah, was... I think it's also therapeutic, right? Yeah, for sure. It's very therapeutic. Um, but it was, it was it was definitely fun. I definitely enjoyed it. And yeah, sometime after COVID, if I visit India again. Um, yeah, yeah, do, do, do come back. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you all stay tuned for the next episode.